Hello, I'm Lindsay and welcome to my podcast, Easy Like Sunday Morning Holistic Living. I'm the originator of Pause Moments for You and Serenity Home Space. My inspiration is to inspire, inform and motivate you in creating a lifestyle with fulfilled awareness, connecting inner wisdom and the natural world, making more conscious decisions, how your home and personal environment affects you with practical, attainable examples of creating serenity spaces, areas in your home to experience joy, honouring calm reflection, positive intention, bringing the sacred and ritual back into your home and life. Learning about pause moments, the practice of mindful slowing down and sensory appreciation. Along this journey, I'll be interviewing others who offer insights, skills and wisdom. I'll also include a pause moment for you to practice. So hi, welcome listeners to Easy Like Sunday Morning Holistic Living. And I've got a guest today. It's the lovely Natalie Shaw. And I'm going to hand it over to you, Natalie, to to tell us a little bit about yourself and introduce your business. Hi, Lindsay. Thank you so much for having me on. Really excited to join you. So as you mentioned, my name is Natalie. I'm Natalie Shaw. I'm a lifestyle coach and I work with professional women that are stressed and burned out to help them gain mental clarity, physical wellness and ready to seize the day. And the reason that I do that, Lindsay, is because I was that person. I worked in a corporate environment and I suffered from severe and chronic stress, which led ultimately to a burnout, which led to all sorts of health complications and um, with health complications come uh, exhaustion amongst many other things which meant that I wasn't able to fully participate in life so not only was I physically unwell but I felt pretty emotionally down as well and I got to a point where I thought enough is enough and I started to embark on my own journey and was so inspired by the transformation myself that I really wanted to help other women to have the same experience. So thank you. I I particularly wanted to do this kind of conversation at this time of year because it's the midsummer, it's solstice, a very exciting time, no matter what the weather is. Because sometimes we look at the weather, weather and you think, oh, God, how can it be summer? But it is still the energy. You just need to look out your window. You can see what nature is doing. So summer, midsummer is when the sun is at the height of its power in the cycle of the year. And it relates to the fertility of the goddess and God, the yin and the yang, female and male energies. And so when they talk about fertility, I always see that in a a broader meaning. So the underlying energy or chi is of a peak of expression and expansion, self-expression and progress. So it's a really good time for ourselves to be moving on with our projects and businesses. So about extending ourselves. And of course, naturally, when we have the summer, we're going out, we're more active outside. And it's about uncovering our full potential. Also, summer solstice is associated as a fire ceremony. And the traditional idea of that was to leap across the flames. It'd be like a bonfire or something to leap across the flames for purification and renewed energy. So both of us are, of course, in a room and in front of a computer and there's no bonfire going on. We have candles which we've lit. So 
I just thought it might be kind of nice to bring a little ritual, a little sacred magic, and to jump the flames and to state something we want to clear away, purify, renew. So you are you up for that, Letty? Oh, I am very much. My candle is lit. I'm ready to go. <laughs> I'll let you start. <laughs> Okay, so we jump our hands over the flame, do we? Well, you can just wave them over, whatever kind of, you know, yeah, yeah, whatever you want to do. What I would like to clear away is the next layer of judgment of myself. Okay. Oh, I enjoyed that. That was quite therapeutic. Yeah, I don't know if you heard that, but there's a really good background kind of swooshing sound. Yeah, as you were doing that. <laughs> Love it. Okay. Oh, judgment. judgment. Yeah, I think judgment. we can be really harsh critics of ourselves. And I, in particular, have done a lot of that in my life and I want to kill some more away from that. Yeah, great. What I, clearing away, yeah, is actually self-doubt that I'm not good enough and I'm gonna kind of just waving my hands over the flame here and just like that's gone soft out not good enough gone ah <sighs> ooh feel all tingly <laughs> yeah it yeah even in this small you could say modern urban way of uh, and, and it, of course it, we're in 2020 so it's the isolation way but believe me as soon as I can get out to an open fire I will definitely want to be there <laughs> yeah yeah so thinking about kind of the essence of midsummer of this idea of um, expansion and expression I'm thinking what will you welcome at this time of the year so I think it's really interesting because I've gotten right into learning all about the kind of the planets um, and the moon and the eclipses and so on so actually this weekend coming is a big weekend it's the new moon um, with a solar eclipse and of course the solstice so it's a big weekend in terms of astrology so I've been thinking a lot about Things that I want to kind of clear away, purify and renew, as you mentioned earlier. And what I'm really welcoming in at this time is that greater sense of myself. So really rediscovering my true self prior to all of the expectations that were either expectations or perceived expectations that have been placed on me through childhood and teen years and adult life. And many of those would have been placed on myself to be fair and as I mentioned I want to kind of release that judgment on myself and peel away the layers and really reconnect with my true self and who I really am without all of the the masking and the layers and the armor to protect myself. Wow that's pretty powerful so when you've been looking at the the moon cycles have you did you notice something in your life before and then when you read up you know understood a bit more about the moon cycles that they it completely fitted to what you had been experiencing anyway yes so I noticed that my sleep pattern goes out on occasion and having looked at that in conjunction with the the moon times I noticed that with the new moon I tend to find that I am awake later into the evening um in terms of our reproductive cycles that seems to line up as well 
so yeah, I definitely feel like it has, and I'm very much, I'm still fairly new to all of this, but I'm very much looking into living life more in tune with the natural ebb and flow of life. And for me, that incorporates the moon cycles. So the new moon and the full moon, I've created some rituals for both of them, which are very much about kind of looking at what I want to release and what I want to focus on and to manifest in my life. So I almost view it as like a, a project cycle, which is helping me in my personal and professional life. So with the new moon, I'll really look at what it is that I, what seeds I want to plant that will germinate and grow throughout the cycle of the moon. And um, whilst also looking at what I need to let go and release and then come to the full moon, <clears throat> excuse me, I will actually bury the bits of paper on which I've written my manifestation so that they can continue to grow so that burying of it is that representation of it continuing to grow and then look at well what are the attributes that I need to embody for the remainder of this moon cycle in order to manifest those desires that I stated at the new moon so it's really interesting I'd say I'm really quite new to it but I find it fascinating and I'm just trying to think about how I can live my life in the natural ebb and flow in accordance to that so if I'm going to bed later do I need to look at my my diary and get up later and schedule my appointments for later I find that my energy dips in the week prior to the new moon and so therefore I want to um, clear out my social calendar a little bit and not put too much pressure on myself so fascinating stuff and it's just beautiful to look at the moon isn't it it's really oh yeah absolutely I mean that full moon glow I when I used to live in a, a house which was near to an open field I used to sometimes go out uh, it's like quite often the full moon just looking up there and I felt completely at one with that essence that energy there it's like I was almost almost like an ET kind of like you know zooming up there so <laughs> I I'm, I find as useful as getting one of those calendars in which has the sort of printed the moon phases on it of course we could just look out the window but it is also useful to sort of see ahead you can't always um, see it though <laughs> you cannot and if you're like a visual person, you know, the, having those like the moon phases on your professional wellness women's hub Facebook group that you'll be putting your progressing your journey, writing about that and putting things up. And I have to say that is a really excellent Facebook group. I love the way that you've got that enthusiasm and okay. that you're really engaged with people. You're really on it. You show a lot of what you you do and then. It's always full of tips and very useful information, right? And I think that's why people, let's face it, we are bombarded with every possible group and society and activity that you possibly want these days. And yet I think you have, you keep a loyal um, audience there on that Facebook group. And I, you know, I, which I'm one of them. Thank you. I've got some really lovely ladies in there. I'm really grateful for them. The feedback, when you have the engagement and then you know that what you're doing is is able to help people then that's a very what I call an honoring experience that's what I feel very honored when I've been able to engage and help with people what future plans then have you got because you're, you're looking at the moon phases like playing around with how that operates within your own energy and probably spiritual sense as well had you sort of thought about from the next half of this year, what expansion plans or new projects that you were going to do for yourself and or your business? 
Yes. So in terms of my business, I feel really excited. Um, for me, I feel like I've been through a journey and through sharing that journey, that's how I hope to help other people. And when I launched my coaching business, I was so far into my journey, um, but my journey has continued. And with my journey continuing and my personal growth continuing, my, um, I guess my skills and the way in which I coach and what I coach on has expanded as well. So I'm actually looking to rebrand in order to reflect what it is that I truly do now, because I have definitely become much more attuned to spirituality in terms of the kind of the moons, the planets, numerology, chakras, masculine and feminine mm. energies. And I'm not sure that that's entirely conveyed through um, my current branding and message. So I'm really excited to be working on that. So I'm rewriting my new ebook. I'm going to launch a 12 week group coaching program. So I think there's some real great benefits from getting women together to coach that we can share and learn from each other and get that feeling that we're not in this alone because it can be really isolating when you're you know struggling or exhausted or just not feeling your best self and it can feel like you're the only one going through it and so I thought well a group coaching program might be a really great way to bring women together to be able to benefit from each other really um yeah also looking at running a retreat with some other ladies and I'd love to launch a podcast as well, actually. So I've got loads of really exciting stuff that I want to work on. I feel really enthused um, and fired up. So, yeah, yeah. So lots so to, really, to kind of look at. Lots to think about. And I'm asking you now, as a coach, right, how do you fit all of this wonderful stuff into, well, less than 12 hours a day? You know, in so how do you do it? How do you do it? Oh, well, that's been part of my journey. Um, as I mentioned, I've had burnout not once but twice and I've come near it a few other times as well so I've been very much an all or nothing person and finding that balance in my life has um, been something that's been elusive to me for a long time and I've actually come to realize that balance is um, fluid you know you might reach a point of balance you're like yes I've got this and it goes as quickly as it came and it's about first of all giving myself that break and understanding that it will come in and out and it's just a case of realizing that you've gone out of balance and bringing yourself back in um, I would usually use my hands as I'm a visual person, but I'd usually explain like the bandwidth to how far off balance I go has reduced. So in the past, I'd go swing all the way one way and all the way the other way, and it would take me a while to kind of come back. But I catch it earlier. I'm more aware of myself and what it feels like to go out of balance. So the bandwidth of going off balance is reduced. So it's easier to bring it back to that kind of that middle ground. But it's, I think for me, it's about... I mean, you're self-employed. I work from home, so it can be very easy to be at work all the time. And I've just learned to be quite disciplined with myself in terms of when I work and when I don't work and giving myself those guilt-free days off and having a bit of structure to my, my working week, really. And that allows me to be focused in the times that I'm at work and then really switch off when I'm not working so that I feel replenished for when I'm back at work. No, I, you know what, I can really relate to that. I, yeah, I can really relate to that. I call myself a recovering workaholic. I know about the, I'm just laughing, it shouldn't be, it's not really funny at all, but the burnout side of things and then knowing our edges. So it's like, yeah, it's knowing our edges where we can. Oh, that's a good way to put it, knowing your edges. Pushing ourselves beyond that edge and 
so so I know for me, I get um, chronic fatigue, or I used to get chronic fatigue uh, constantly in my life. And now I just get it the odd time. And then they, oh, okay, I've obviously pushed that edge and gone too far then. And then that stops me in my track. I have to like just stop, do nothing, nothing at all, which is so counterintuitive to how I am as a, you know, as a person, but probably like yourself too. Isn't it interesting yeah. how when we learn those lessons, when we know that's why I use the expression pause moment, because that's what I was doing organically in my life to just try and rebalance the overexertion, overenthusiasm, uh, overactivity. I would do little pauses in very many different ways. And then some years later, because I was looking through some journals and I thought, Christ, I was writing about this in like the early, I don't know, 2004 or something. Oh my God, I had those ideas then. And it's only in recent times I think, oh, well, perhaps other people might also find it useful <laughs> to learn how to. Oh, it's so think. common, isn't it? It's so common. Yeah, it is. It is. And that pause think... rest you mentioned is really interesting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because I think what you're explaining there is similar to what I experienced, that we push ourselves and push ourselves and we get to a point where we're forced to rest, except that it doesn't feel like refreshing rest because actually mm. we had a whole schedule of things that we were meant to be doing. And so our brains are yes. worrying over all the things that we should be doing. So then you've got the guilt, which doesn't actually give you replenishing rest. So by yeah. structuring my working week, in the way I described, it allows me to build in that rest so I don't get to a point where I'm forced to rest. You don't have physical health without mental health. And so that's when I then did the coaching training. So I started off very much around the the nutrition side of it, the essential oils and so on and the food. And then I moved into the coaching. And since then, I've done NLP training as well. Um, And of course, I'm now expanding in terms of um, kind of like the energy system. So I've got Reiki training coming up very soon looking very much more at kind of masculine and feminine energies, spirituality. I've done a course recently in numerology. Um, and of course, I've mentioned my my new interest in the moon cycles and the planets and uh, so on. So lots of different elements that come in. And depending on who I'm working with, different elements will be focused on. But it's it's not one set technique, but kind of a blend of many different areas, depending on what it is the client wants to work on. You know, it's tailored very much to the individual and what's going on for them. And so yeah, I mean, that's how I work, actually, because when you've got a, it's like a bag full of your techniques and gems, in a way, to be able to pull out what is needed for each person. And I think in that way, we give our clients the best that we can possibly give to them for their own journey. Yeah, so I think people really appreciate being able to work with where they're at it's, it's interesting because on our, this is a journey, isn't it? We all go on these this journey and we kind of think, yeah, I've dealt with that, I've sorted that, that's good, let's move on. And then voila, something might appear a few years later. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> but anyway. That's because we're so, onions, there's so many layers. Yes, yeah, yes, I've done it yeah. and it's back again. Yeah. So I was wondering what... Or who shines a brilliant light in your life or your business? The light is that continual development of ourselves. And so I'm working myself with a really great coach. And it's that continual (laughs) growth. And 
the lady that I'm working with at the moment is just really helping me to deal with some of those deeper wounds and limiting beliefs that have been there for a really long time and just really helping me to reconnect with who I really am, release a lot of expectations on myself, uh, sit more in my feminine energy. And I feel like that shines not only a light in my personal life, but in my business. And so for me to continue to be able to take my clients further, I must take myself further. So Okay, well, I I ask this of all my guests, what's good in your day? Oh, what's good in my day? Talking to you, I'm going to say, because it's really um, refreshing to talk to somebody else who gets what I do, you know, um, in terms of my friends and my family, they know me as the corporate Natalie. And as I've changed, they haven't necessarily understood all of the different ways in which I approach life now so it's really nice to talk to a like-minded person that's also on a journey of self-discovery and has experienced that kind of crash and burn cycle and is continuing to work on themselves oh that's so nice thank you thank you thank you very much anything anything else you want to kind of uh, add or share I think that's it. Just to say a big thank you, Rita. I've really enjoyed the conversation. So yeah, thank you so much for uh, inviting me to do this. It's a pleasure. Okay. Episode notes, I'll add in Natalie's social media. People can check Natalie Shaw out. Wonderful rest of your day. Easy like Sunday morning holistic living. Please rate, review, subscribe and share and listen out for our next episode.